Awesome. So what's up? Oh, you know. Um, we, we got, we, it's, it's a morning recording. It's, it, it's going to have a weird... I, don't, I generally can't think of the last time that we recorded a podcast in the morning. I Yeah, it's not really something we often end up doing. No. Um, Normally sun's going down when we're recording. Yeah, for sure. Um, just turning my game down a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the audio engineer has entered the studio. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, ooh, I'm seeing a lot of squiggles. I shouldn't be seeing <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I might have to turn my game down just a smidge. Also, now that you mention yeah, it, yeah. Just that looks good. A little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but in this in the studio, as we call it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's a morning recording, but I've mm-hmm. had my full ass morning as I was telling you about. I went on yeah. the walk to the little <laughs> coffee shop. I saw. Um, the guy that does the sort of landscaping up front of our apartment was like, good morning, mm-hmm. Dan. He's like, good morning. Um, and it's, you know, I've been like a morning adult, which is just this crazy fantasy that I could never have imagined for myself like yeah. five years ago. Even, <laughs> even when I was, even when I was like, even when I was working an eight to four or whatever, eight to four thirty, mm-hmm. um, I was never a morning adult on the weekends. Yeah. I, I, I could never get myself in the mood. I would be like, okay, I'm going to, I was getting six hours of sleep. Like I would go to bed at eight. I would go to bed at midnight or one, wake up at six or seven, whichever yeah. one I needed to be at, uh, up at, up to be at work on time. For sure. Um, and then weekends, I would just, you know, stay up as late as I do on weekdays, on weeknights mostly, and then mm-hmm. just be able to sleep in about it. Yep, 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 yep. Like, and- I, uh, I, I've reined myself in a little bit with, with university, like, when, when I've been, like, doing tutoring work, because, like, that, that is a job that I have to, like, get up at, like, 6.36-ish for, because it's, like, I have to do a half-hour drive, and I have my whole morning routine that I have to get through, and I have to make sure that I'm adequately fed, because I'm actually, like, trying to eat three meals a day, <laughs> like, some kind of fucking freak. I know, I know. I, I'm... I'm, I'm like I'm, I I I don't know if I would call what I have what what my issues are an eating disorder, but the thing is that it's like it, it's one of those things where it's like it's literally disordered eating, sure. but it feels weird to call it an eating disorder. No, where it's sure. like a lot of it is like Ritalin induced because you know the way that Ritalin does, where it just like kills your appetite. And like okay. after so many years of just doing that, of like accidentally starving myself through like okay, I'll barely eat breakfast, take Ritalin, don't need lunch. Don't have dinner till very late, and then have a huge like mega mega meal at the end of the day to get my calories worth. Right. Um, I've gotten very good at not eating for long periods of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, not not sure if I would call it an eating disorder, but definitely disordered eating. And now I'm like, I eat three meals a day most days, right. and it's like fucked up how well that treats me. Oh yeah. Like it's just like I'm just having one of those things where it's like, damn, my mom was right about a small handful of things where it's like. I've been exercising regularly. That treats me very nicely. Yes, yes. Uh, just in terms of both the physical output of just, like, getting some energy out and also, like, I got muscle. Like, I got biceps. Totally, like, totally. <laughs> um, like, eating regularly, uh, like, cooking regularly has been very nice. Mm-hmm. Why am I getting these weird... Is, am I bumping my mic? Yeah, whatever. If, <laughs> if I bump my mic, I'm very sorry to the listeners. But, yeah, I know. I'm living... I'm I'm adulting, as it were. I'm yes. negotiating... I'm negotiating... Uh, I'm negotiating a rent withholding so that my landlord will take care of the fucking mouse problem we've had for six months. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, dude, six months. That's crazy. I, it's it's um, in, it, it's even it's been even longer than that technically because like we since the day we moved in there have been like creatures running around above our heads uh, in our attic that we can't get to because our attic is padlocked off because the last tenants like used it to how house people up there uh-huh. uh, against like, t- terms of the lease or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but like. 
for the last six months or so, there's been like we there has been like mouse poop like in uh, our cupboards, uh, in our drawers. Like yeah. our food has been getting eaten, yeah. and like the thing is like. I am not a landlord, thank God. Right. Um, but I think, like, if I was a landlord and the first time a tenant informed me, hey, I just lost, like, $10 worth of food because you didn't do your job, I am, like, I'm committing ritual suicide. Yeah. Like, I am, like, 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 I am, I am moving heaven and earth to get that unfucked. It's, it's like, uh, like, ostensibly it's your job, you know? Like, let's just exist in the, within the parameters that landlords are, like, a valid position in society to exist. <laughs> right. You know? like, it, These it, are the terms of your job. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I, like I, you know, just do the thing that you get Can paid I, for. I didn't talk about my, my toilet story, my landlord toilet story last week, did I? I don't think so, no. Okay, 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 okay. So, about a month ago at this point, um, <clears throat> our toilet seat breaks, right? Yeah. Neve and I, we're both, we're both heavy gals. Like, it, 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 it was just it was just a stress thing. Yes. Uh, and uh, inevitably, it was going to happen. Yep. Um, Neve just so happened to pull the short straw of it being, uh, her being on the toilet when it happened. So, mm-hmm. um, she very, uh, she, she very valiantly uh, was going to replace the toilet. But I reached out to the landlord and I was like, it's Saturday. Well, I was thinking, like, it's Saturday. Landlords normally not. Maintenance really doesn't respond to my request quickly on a weekday, so I kind of don't expect them to be going quick on a weekend. Right. I don't want to have to shit into just the porcelain. Just put my ass on the, you know, ass on the cold uh, cold uh, porcelain. Right. Um, and so I just the landlord, I'm like, hey, our toilet seat just broke. We're going to go try and fix it ourselves, I think, if that's okay, and then just pay that much less rent because, mm-hmm. you know, that's... I, I, you know, you would expect this is like the thing you can work out with a landlord normally, where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna do a bit of maintenance on the house, save you a bit of money, and then we'll just like take it out of the rent and right. we'll call it good, right? Because this is something that maintenance would obviously have to take care of, right? Um, so Neve does it. She takes like an hour, does a great job. Very proud of her. Yes. Uh, uh, and then uh, the this so this happened Saturday. The following Wednesday, I get a text from my landlord that says, "Hey." Your lease is up for renewal. I'll be sending out an email about that in a couple of days. And I respond, cool, thanks. I Because ha- I have been asking about that. Right. But then I was like, cool, thanks. What about the toilet seat, though? It was 40 bucks. We have the receipt if you want. Uh, like, you know, not going to charge for the labor or anything. But, right. you know, just 40 bucks. Yeah. Uh, no response. Totally. Friday. And now six days have passed since the original incident, which my, the original incident, was, which was spawned by me saying, they're going to take too long to respond to this. Mm-hmm. Friday, they respond... We're going to send someone out to take care of the toilet seat. Uh, and I say, it's kind of taken care of already. Uh, can we just get that taken out of our, like, rent? We replaced the toilet seat everything. We have the old one. And their response was, the property owner said you can take the toilet seat with you when you move. <laughs> I mean, you know, you should definitely do that. Maybe. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to get dinged for it. Uh, like, they're going to be like, uh, toilet seat missing, $500 out of your uh, deposit. I mean, what you? Sh- I mean, obviously, like... The- I'm going to save the communications, I mean, yeah. They try to. and dick me for this, Oh, yeah, yeah you have to. Um, oh, yeah, no, those text logs are not going nowhere. No, no, no. Man, to be nickel and dimed like that is just like... I, I mean... I've just been very... I should move. Like, I should not take this line down, but unfortunately, I hate moving more than ISIS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And also, like, we have, like, we have, like, a nice place, and it's, like, it's only, like, $12.50 a month for, like, a three-bed, which is, like, incredible. Like, we have a guest room... (laughs) 
That is so I know, good. I know. <laughs> it's like it's balanced by like there's no washer dryer unit. It's in a quote unquote bad part of town. Mm. Um but yeah, no, I I really like this place and like mm-hmm. they're they're bumping the rent by like thirty bucks, so it's gonna be like twelve eighty a month, but like That's nothing still. I'll suffer I'll suffer in some indignities. It's a nice place to live. I like I really like living here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, man. Plus our next door neighbor. Plus our next door neighbors are some very nice lesbians, and uh, they take care of Smile when we go away. That works. That always works. Ugh. Yeah. Um. No, I feel like I've gotten so lucky with this situation with my landlord because the guy who owns this place used to live in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like keeps the rent very low. You know, yeah. I, I pay about the same you do, but I like live in like St. Paul, so like you expect rent to be a little bit higher in the middle of like the capital city yeah. of the state. Um and uh yeah, it's it's gonna be, stay flat for the first five years. It probably it might even stay oh. flat after that. Well you know, it's, it's That's juicy. Yeah, I know. Um the guys who m- maintain this place are just like like these like, I don't know, sixty to seventy year old gay dudes basically <laughs> Oh, they're so nice. I, I, we, we, we have a nice. I like our maintenance guy. Um, I, I think his name is Mike. But uh, one time we came home and there was like a squirrel in our cupboards. Oh no! Like this is different from the mouse that is in that has been brought that has been living in our walls. Um, right. There's like a squirrel running around and just like like making a huge mess of the kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, I'm still on campus. I, I miss this entire thing. I, this is all related to me through Neve. I see. Um, uh, Neve, yeah. do you have a second? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Neve in here. I want to get her on the mic and just tell her. Tell, tell us about what happened when Mike came over and uh, fixed the squirrel problem. Oh yeah, you're you. So, uh, <laughs> the guy comes over, mm-hmm. and he uh, takes a look at the uh, situation. The mouse goes under the uh, sink. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has been established by that. No, that didn't establish nothing. Yeah. Uh, we spend like an hour trying to chase it out of there mm. with like a like a like a big plank of wood <laughs> eventually after like an hour we get it out of there and he he like he when he's just like he's ah. you you could you like dismantled like part of like the sink and everything for this right like oh yeah he, he had to repair it the next day yep, yep. Anyway, we get the, we, we get the we get the squirrel out and then he's like all right i gotta go home and smoke a big ass blunt after this <laughs> <laughs> thank you Yeah, I'll set the camera back on now that her tits aren't out. <laughs> it's a, there we go. All right, you want to you want to get into you want to get into uh, reanimator? Yeah, let's reanimate this podcast. Welcome to Fear Bidding, everyone. It's your number one uh, Talking Heads fan cast. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Stop Making Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, um, oh God, 
burning down the Blair. Oh, Blair is better. Uh, Blair friend is better. Oh boy. Uh, uh, I'm Blair. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we're we're back. Episode episode two of the revival era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Season two, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just like when we picked up Seda for animal for for Wonder Years. Yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> I realized today when I was I realized yesterday when I was driving that we forgot to do recommendations last week. Like I'm not here to do like like late ones for for this one. Totally. We'll we'll, we'll hold it. But right. uh, uh, I I just was tickled. Like oh yeah, that, that's kind of a thing that we do, and I completely forgot about it. I as soon as we hit stop recording, I was like recommendations. Well, we'll just yep. do it next time. <laughs> yep. Mine hasn't changed. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yes. But as. Um, alluded to in the cold open and probably by mm-hmm. this episode title, which would be crazy if I named it something that wasn't Reanimator. <laughs> we watched Reanimator this week. Yeah. Um, the uh, what? Nineteen eighty-five. M- yes. Movie based. A uh, Stuart Gordon film. Yes. Yes. Of uh, Stuart Gordon, uh, who also directed Castle Freak. Oh, interesting. Uh, flop ho- flop house famer uh, flop house hall of famer of castle freak i see this one was great not not a flop um but uh no uh yeah based on the hp lovecraft novel which i actually didn't know until i was doing a little bit of research on it um oh really the the that's very that's very funny because like, cause, like it's very funny that you had that reaction because like they do see they do sit in the title crawl they do say hp lovecraft they do reanimator they do and i'm not i'm not trying to goon your ass for this because like uh neve and i were watching this and like i uh it didn't it wasn't until we got to like the five or so minutes into the movie after the credits and it said like it's in arkham massachusetts she's like oh yeah this is a lovecraft joint huh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I, like, was, like, when I was doing research, like, while watching the movie, and then, like, as watching it, like, I was like, oh, this is so obviously, like, based on a novelette, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, the way it's paced, it's, like, very, like, it's... Oh, yeah, it's a... I really love the pacing in this movie. I I just, like, there's, like, there's, like, so little, like, dead air. Totally. Like, um, this is late in the movie, but, like, I just think about, like, the fact that, like, there is, like... When when Doctor Halsey like goes punches Dan out and steals Meg to bring him back to bring her back to Doctor Hill like like the speed with which that happens where it's like we don't see Doctor Halsey getting dispatched to go do this mm-hmm. we just see we see him arrive and then we cut back to the more, the autopsy room and then Doctor Halsey has Meg in his arms right. and it's just like that is like that was like a minute long yeah, maybe yeah. two minutes it's it's base it's like. It just assumes that you'll fill in the gaps, you know. Yeah, totally. and and I do, and and you do. I really, I really love the way this movie's put. I like this movie quite a fair bit. Uh, I loved this movie. I was really yeah, enjoying yeah. it. Um, um, I, I, friend of the, friend of the pod, Ziva, uh, raises some valid points where I, I, this movie does have a woman issue, but it's Lovecraft again and it's eighties horror. Yeah. It's kind of unsurprising. Like, I'm not trying to give it a pass here. Cause there was like, there was a scene in this that is like really egregious on that front. Like, yeah. the, the, there's a sexual assault scene that is, like... I am not saying that you cannot include this in your movie, but, like, this just felt, like, really rough. Right, right, right. Like, the thing is, we but, had already... Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get into it more. Because I have, yeah. like... It's... Yeah, because... Ugh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this movie is uh, starring Jeffrey Combs as Herbert yes, West. Yes, as Herbert West, yes. Not... I, I kept trying to call him Frank West in my notes... Yes, that's a um, different just guy. Because, yeah, that's just the Dead Rising character. <laughs> um, He's a war photographer or yes. whatever. Um, but yeah, Herbert West, who uh, the like one of like the seminal sort of like 
T-boy swag characters, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, and like, literally, my literally my first note is, Herbert West is the most sweaty man I've ever seen. I know he has a vial of testosterone on his nightstand. Yeah, and it, there's just, like, something about characters like that with the big glasses. And I also think the very, like, short face, you know? And trans men are like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, he me. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think um I think Neve described him as a uh, a uh, uh, Goyim Rick Moranis. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> very much those vibes. Ah, <laughs> um, I will actually say like basically everyone in this movie, more or less, is like extremely handsome slash beautiful. Like in their own oh way. yeah, are you? Uh, what what's his name? Um, uh, Combs, the guy who, not Je- not Combs. Um, the guy who played it's Bruce something. I can't remember his last Bruce name. Abbott? He played Dan and Bruce Abbott. Bruce Abbott is a fucking smoke show oh, in this. I know, I know. Um, he looks like he look he looks like if you like color picked like the sexiest parts of like Kyle MacLachlan and Andrew Garfield and a little bit of um. What's his name from House? The the guy who plays uh, oh, um, uh, Wa- Hugh Laurie. The, no, not not Hugh Laurie. He doesn't play House. The guy who plays like his 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 right hand man. His his Watson. Oh God, I know exactly who you're talking about, but I cannot remember the actor's yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 he is he. Whew. And like God, Doctor Hill in this movie. Like, oh yeah, I was like, I watched this movie and I was like. Why have I not seen this guy in more things? This guy is like a pheno- this guy is a phenom in this. He's a ph- incredible like villain, scream king. He's like eating the scenery. It's delicious. He's having a great time. Yeah, I found out it's because he died of open heart surgery in '91. Oh, that's very tragic. Yeah. Yeah. He he died of he died during open yes, heart surgery. Yes, he did not yes. die because they did open heart surgery to him. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So so yeah. now now he's now he's in the now he's in the he's in my Jack Nance Hall of Fame of actor that I dearly love who was taken from us too soon by heart issues. Oh, I know. Oh. Yeah. Jack Nance makes me so sad. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's just so many guys like, or, you know, just in general, yeah. people like that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it, I, I'm, sure in, I'm sure in, like, a decade's time, I'll have, I'll re-realize that, like, Ansel Elgort was a great actor. Like, I already know, like, I've seen Green Room and a bunch of stuff that he was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ansel Elgort is the one who died, right? No. Who's the one that died? A lot of people died. Anton Yelchin. Uh, Anton uh, Yelchin. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Not Ansel Elgort. Elgort Gloop is still alive. I was going to say, I was like, did I miss something? I mean, it's very possible. I'm not very yeah, you, you, haven't, you haven't watched you haven't watched a movie in two years. Yes, yes, yes. I'm de- I'm completely unplugged for pop culture. That's just not true. Yeah. But I try to be. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's let's give a. I'm gonna pull up the Wikipedia. Real quick. I, I'm pretty sure I can do this off the back of my hand, but I want to have the Wikipedia uh, on hand for uh, uh, backup if I need. Lies. All right. Yeah. This. Okay. Um. But yeah. This. This. This movie. Reanimator is about Frank Herbert West. Frank Herbert West. Herbert West. Um, uh, I've, I've, infl- I've infected you. I know. I know. Um, who's a who's a doctor, and he gets he's in not yet. He's he's just a Mister. Oh no, he's a Mister. He's he's yeah. going to become a doctor. He's planning on yeah. it. He is sort of disgraced in Switzerland. Comes back. Um, he's all up into reanimating people with green slime. Um, yeah, that causes he loves it. chaos and controversy at the school that uh-huh. he transitions to, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, basically. <laughs> yeah, his room his 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 uh the other the other protagonist of this movie, Dan Kane, yes. is uh, uh Herbert's eventual roommate. Uh-huh. Uh they uh and because of be 
I, I enjoyed the. I enjoyed that. Like Dan, very easily could have been like a poster boy of goodness and just like, oh, Herbert, what are you doing? And then like he, as soon as the, as soon as like shit goes against Dan, he's like, all right, I'm reanimating some corpses. I'm sneaking into the morgue with this guy. Yeah. Um, but so Dan, Dan uh, is fucking the dean's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, is engaged to the dean's daughter surreptitiously. We'll get into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And uh, that gets everything. Every, the dean just gets so pissed, and he like kicks him out. But then Herbert, he, you know, the dean gets the dean dies because he gets killed by a reanimated corpse. Mm-hmm. Uh, then reanimated by the reanimator juice. The evil Doctor Hill is like, I can use this. He also gets killed, but then he gets reanimated and becomes an evil reanimated corpse that can mind control everybody else. But then they kill him, and uh, the day is saved, except for the fact that Megan, the Dan's Dan's fiance, dies, uh, and he reanimates her, and that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I love stories like this that are like, science is fucked up and crazy and evil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't like. No, I, I. But it's just so fun every time. There's something that I really like about like the the. The, you know, any, any time a resurrection story has someone, like, get revived without, con- without either without immediate consequence or without consequence at all. Like, <clears throat> I don't I don't dislike a reanimator story where someone is revived and they look fine initially and then it turns out that things are not what they seemed. I do mind a reanimator story where if someone just gets revived and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um... But I, I really love this. I really love this. Like, now they they died. I know it's only been like a minute, but they are dead. They yeah. are fucked up. There have been like 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 it is. It is like you you are trying to un, you are trying to turn some ground some cooked ground beef back into raw. But yeah. it, there's been a chemical process. It imme- like it kills the fantasy in like scene one because we have mm-hmm. her uh, Herbert like in in Switzerland and people like yep. doctors are like pounding on his door or like the door of the doctor he's working with. Um, and like, what the hell's going on? There's chaos, and uh, we see him, his his sweaty visage, um, just drenched body, um, like this, like you know, and and spasming um, body, and it like it like revives, and <clears throat> it looks really fucked up. It looks uh, crazy. It's like uh, the the, eye, the, pre- the the effects in this movie, so like, good. For, let me just the 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 eyes, the eyes like bulging out, and then like exploding with like. Pussy blood. Right, right. And it just looks so creepy and cool. Um, and you're just like, oh, this guy, the, this is, this, there's just no version of this that works. It's just, uh-uh. yeah, it's it's just, and he's like, it was just too strong. Um, but it seems to never really work out for him. Um, yeah, so it's just like, immediately kills that fantasy of like, we can bring the dead back to life, but there's gonna be Right, I, I really, I really, like, I, I having like gone further in like uh well I'm a staunch I'm a staunch proponent of the fact that math is not a science it is they are close but math is not science sure actually no they're not they're not close they're just close because of STEM sure. but math is not science right but in spite of that I still can see like the I, I really like the science aspect of this like where it's like yeah this is fucked up but also like do you understand what I have done right no totally like. like like um I, I I I don't know like I I I attended a presentation on um uh, what the fuck was the theorem it doesn't matter I'm not gonna name drop the theorem but it was just something that where it's like after like uh like um a uh, uh, uh Ramsey theorem yes someone like um I'm not gonna go into the details of what a Ramsey number is but like it's it's 
I don't really understand it all that well either. It's, it has to do with like connections. It's something that like dictates like if you have six people, if you have Ramsey theorem is something that would dictate basically if you have six people in a room, at least three of them know each other, or at least three of them do not know each other, mm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, there there was um, like a, a reduction of a Ramsey number of like needing to have at least four down to having to need at least three point nine nine six, which is, does not seem very large, but also like that is a jump that was made after like because it's been at four for like eighty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, I, I get where Herbert's going here. Herbert. Yeah. Herbert <laughs> and spices. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's and it is it is like a phenomenal thing, but it's definitely like, it's like this incredible thing that should not be happening. You know? No, not in the slightest. Right. Right, and that's where you kind of get that sort of, like, Lovecraftian just, like, and, and, you know, this is, like, not Lovecraftian in the sort of pop cultural sense, but, like, true to the essence of his, like, sort of, like, it, just this very, very paranoid man, very, very afraid man. Um, yeah. Just, uh, just because it's remarkable doesn't mean it's not evil, you know? Yeah. It, yep. Often, if, if it is remarkable, it's almost certainly evil. <laughs> I have encountered some mathematics that has made me say this is remarkable and evil. Yes, yes. Sometimes someone, sometimes someone invents a number so big that it gives me philosophophobia. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, there are some numbers. Like, are you familiar? If I, like, a, a power tower, is that something that is familiar to you in any capacity? No, no. A power tower is, like, if you, like, take two squared, 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 like, if you just keep going to the sure. extreme, that is a power tower. I see. You I can see. make some fucked up numbers like that. Oh, yeah, because you're already making crazy numbers if you just do it a couple times, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's... Yeah, so then we, then we're in Massachusetts after. Yeah, that. we get the title. We get the title credits. We cut to Arkham, Massachusetts, and we got to we get to Dan Kane, who is um, trying his damnedest to resuscitate a dead ass a dead ass dead person. And I think this is such good like seeding for like the for his arc in this movie because he's like, I mean, obviously, like he's like they're already dead. You can't save him, but he's just like so like you can the, the reason why he's so attracted to this. I think in in the end, even though he's like horrified by it at first, is like he has this sort of like desire you know i right one that i think makes an amount of sense as like a doctor character to be like what if you like, like having people die as a doctor is just like you know it's, it has to be like very traumatizing in its own right and so yeah like, what if that didn't have to happen you know right right um and that's 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 what that's what that's what Her- that's what herbert's selling i don't know why i keep calling him herbert he's french <laughs> he can be french in your mind it doesn't really matter um uh yeah, and 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 then that the lady doctor, and I was like, ooh, the doctor's a lady, very progressive. For, yep, Doctor Herod, she's nice with it. Yep, yep, yep. And she's just pats him on the back and is like, "You just gotta face reality, man." And she's right. Yep, she, she a good proves, a good proves doctor right. knows when to stop trying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, so we uh, after that we um, were introduced to uh, like West in the context of. Massachusetts. Dan is introduced to him as well, um, in some capacity. Like, yeah, he's just this guy from Switzerland. They're like, why'd you come from Switzerland? It's like, well, they had nothing else for us to learn. And I believe yep. the reason why we, we also we also meet Doctor Hill, who yes. is in the process of doing this. This this is a snort. He's like drilling into like a part of the brain and like just dipping a Q tip all the way in the in the brain. It looks it's gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bright cherry red blood. 
Um, yeah. Uh, that, that, he's got the Dong and Wampa brain. <laughs> I love when fake blood in movies is like bright, bright red, though. It's delightful. Um, uh, and I believe the doctor that Her- uh, Herbert West was working with before was a, co- a former colleague of Dr. Hill's who's, I think... Do- yes, his name was Dr. Hans Gruber. Yes, yes. And the sort of like through... Not... <clears throat> Not to be confused with, if you go to the Wikipedia page for Reanimator, uh, there is a Dr. Hans Gruber redirect, uh, and it says, not the one from Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> it's a good name. Why not reuse it? Um, yeah, it is. Um, uh, uh, the like, through line is like, Dr. Hill, or at least uh, West believes that Hill stole some of Gruber's work. And, yeah. and has is also a hack fraud and keeps talking about the the six to twelve minute bar- brain barrier, which is when brain stem activity ceases. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and that's like it's such a funny thing that's like in the first like chunk of this movie where yeah, it, the six to twelve minute barrier comes up so many times. Right. Um, first, I believe we see um, uh, Dan putting up a uh, ad for a new apartment. Obviously. Uh, and he lives at six. And he lives at six 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 Darkmoor oh uh, place. <laughs> I did not put, pick up on that. That's very funny. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, obviously. Um, and then we, 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 he's putting that up, and like uh, we get a fun cut where where his girl where his girlfriend Meg shows up, and she and he starts kissing her. She's like, no, like playfully, like right. no, no, no. And right. then cuts to like him him dicking her down, and her being like, yes, yes, yes. I will actually say like like bad things happen to this woman. She is great, and she has so much chemistry her. on screen. With, right, with, um, she's great. With, she's great with um, uh, with Bruce Abbott. Yeah, yeah. Like they, like for like, it's just like I was like when I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, this movie is like sexy on like the sort of like theoretical levels that are like ooh whatever blah blah blah. But it's also like literally sexy, you know, like the, right. the sort of like I don't know the ways that like they're like, like the, the, and intimate the, with each other is like. Right. The, the, scene, the, the scene, the scene, like immediately after they finish fucking, and she, she like she busts and immediately puts all of her clothes on because the, the, the we're just in a go 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 plot. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's just like very cute because he's like he's like still naked and he's just like putting on a sheet to just like be like oh I'm the ghost. Ha-ha. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very cute. It they're, is. They're it very is. cute. And it's so obvious like, um, that they're playing. And even though she's like she never looks like she's in any amount of distress, I just think it's done so well to make it feel like yeah. Oh, this is supposed to like set the tone for something scarier that's going to happen later. But it's fun right now you know um, yeah yeah but then then uh dan completely naked uh com- almost completely naked walk like un- opens the door uh no no, no. megan's yeah. trying to leave yeah she has somewhere to be and then her- she has to go <clears throat> yeah we we find out that they're fiancés yes. um surreptitiously i didn't know you could get I'm, I'm sure you can get engaged without having your parents know but like getting engaged with, without your parents knowing while your parents are still an active part of your life yeah seems like a really tough needle to thread yeah well i guess you just gotta not wear that ring you know well yeah but like 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 the i, I guess i'm just like she has been surreptitiously dating this guy who is the a student at the university that her dad is the dean of right and I just am admiring her, I guess, their, their ability to keep play these things close to the chest. Because that was a long time to keep a relationship hidden yeah. from anyone. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, as uh, she opens the door to Oh, leave. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when they're fucking, there's a Talking Heads poster on the wall, oh. which is the... Uh. <laughs> which is why I introduced it as a Talking Heads. Really? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Stop Making Sense poster on Dan's bedroom wall. That's so funny. Just because of obviously what happens later. Um, has to be just, like, a joke with the, 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 the set directors, yeah. you know? Um, uh, uh, she opens the door, 
and we get jump scared by Herbert West just standing there looking like a freak. Um, yep. And he's like, he holds up the little ad and he's like, in, in the most creepy little boy voice, not little boy, but you know, I see, Yeah. are you, are you still looking for a roommate or whatever? And he's like, yeah. and Dan's like, shit, let me put on some freaking pants. One sec. Um, uh, they, her, him and uh, uh, Meg have like the most awkward abbreviated conversation. Um, yep. And the thing is that like the Herbert's like his stuff is like outside. Like he is ready to just get in this house. Yeah. Yeah. He was not going to take no for an answer. Nope. 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 Um, like as, as soon as Dan says no, he's like, if Dan said no, you would not like, do you want me to sleep in my car? I'm just a little guy. <laughs> Come on. I'm just a little guy. Come on. Come on. At least I'm going to use your bathroom to inject my testosterone. <laughs> I need to sterilize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, but of course, because of course, um, he becomes a Dan's new roommate. Dan's new weird reclusive roommate that Meg doesn't yep. like get or like very much. Fair enough. No. He's got vibes. Um, and this used to be their little fuck pad, so, um, yeah. uh, but yeah. We, we, we go to, we go back to the university and, like, we find out that, the, like, um, this is, like, the, 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 um, the exceptionally applicable, like, university lecture, but it, it, that you get in every horror movie, yep. like, you know, like, the, the Halloween classic, like, right. you know, Halloween, like, Jamie Lee Curtis being interviewed about fate and whatever, right. not interviewed, like, asked the question about fate, but, um, they're... It just so happens to be autopsy week for the for the for the doctors, which is just very funny. And yeah, and you get we get more like just so fun gore practical effects where Doctor Hill yep. is like showing how to remove the scalp, a skull, uh, the, yeah, yeah, yep. from from so you can like get into the skull and look at the brain. And he's doing all this, and we like see a lot of it, you know. And he pulls out yeah. a whole brain, and it looks crazy and probably like is accurate to size like it you know smaller than you would expect um and um herbert west is just having the worst time because he keeps because dr hill just keeps making pointed comments about the sort of like how long a brain can stay alive and every time yeah he's like it's just such a funny thing to get mad at just snaps a pencil and rage twice um to the point where dr hill is like mr west i suggest you invest in a pen, <laughs> right? I, I I get I get what they're doing here. Like they have to include, they have to establish this like six to twelve minute barrier is like a thing. No, like totally. I did look into it, and like I couldn't find anything about the six to twelve minute barrier. Like I'm sure that there's something, but like nothing immediately Googleable. Sure. Um, they're just like doing, you know, they're just foregrounding some stuff for for usage in the sh- for uses in the story. It's just very funny to me. I, I'm not entirely sure why, but just the, the, like, it, it is just like so much of a, it is like a, you know, it's, it's, it's a thingamajig. It's, it's a proper noun. And like the repeated insistence on the six to 12 minute barrier is just very funny. It to is. Me. It is. It is. It's also just crazy thing to get mad at. Cause it's like, uh, Wes, you already know that you've reanimated corpses. Like, why do you care? Right. <laughs> well, he has an ego. Ah, uh, that's, that is true. And he does. He does. Right. Um, right. He's 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 gay and trans mask. He has an ego about these things. Yes, he does. He does. Um, and he's a scientist. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he. Do you think? Do you think he's brewing his own testosterone? Uh, it's possible, but I think he'd probably have, like, I, I mean, knowing his ethics, 
he's probably just stealing it from whatever hospital he's at anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's probably, a, that's pro- yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could, he could synthesize his own, but it, he's got more important things to do. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, he, and he seems to have basically no ethical boundaries whatsoever. Uh, None in the slightest. <laughs> uh, and, um, he, so Dr. Hill's like, I'm going to be, I'm happy, I'm going to be happy to fail you from this class. Everyone yeah. leaves. Um, Meg. We go to the dinner next, oh, right? No, it's, 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 yeah, no, it's, it's, Oh yeah, we do, and then you know yeah. we get some chit chat between. Yeah, we go we go to the dinner. Doctor Hill, uh, our main villain for this movie, da- David Gale, phenomenal. Yes, uh, he's the one who died uh, during open heart surgery. Yep. Uh, I uh, is just like very horny at the daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, it's that's when that becomes very clear because at first it's like oh maybe he's just a weird guy. Oh no, he's like a weird guy. Um, right, right. Because she's like. She, like, made them dinner, um, and, but she's like, I actually gotta go, like, study with my, um, with my friend, um, uh, and she, he's like, oh, no, stay, and then at, when Dan shows up, um, you know, they're like, okay, we're gonna go now, and Dr. Hill does this extremely weird, extremely intense toast to her, to the yeah. most beautiful, whatever, loving, caring, daughter your your father could have ever asked for or whatever and it's like just the creepiest possible way to hit on anyone yeah um yep i mean she's a full adult but also like what the fuck is happening here um and she's like haha totally um bye uh (laughs) and yeah it's just it's very creepy you do not get good vibes um no none of the slightest and and then so then they're back at at dan's apartment and meg is just like you know he's like trying to neck on her and she's like no i'm not in the mood um and he's like yeah okay so what's like up good communicators um and uh She's like, you know, it's just your roommate. Like, it's just like Rufus is like his cat. Apparently, is just yeah. like, never around, and like it's he's just in his room all the time. I don't know. It just seems yeah. to like, ugh. It's, it's like you know, and they're like, eh. they're just talking about it. And she's like, actually, I haven't seen Rufus at all since I got in here. Where is he? And he's like, yeah, that's. She just starts going. She just starts. It was so funny to see her do just like literally just. Nothing, nothing changes. I know. The, you know, same shit, different year. I know, I know. Very charming. Um, and... Almost 40 years later, we're doing this, we're here doing the same thing. Absolutely. We love to God, I'm, I'm, um, um, I went at a Halloween party that I was at this, this past, back in last, back in 2022. Uh-huh. Um, my partner's boyfriend just did intending to get one of their partner's attention. Yeah. And like four people like whip, including myself, whipped their heads around to them. Oh. <laughs> Very funny. Um, yeah. Listen, you. If you, my head will turn. Yeah. It's. It's. I just. I just assume that you're trying to get my attention. Yeah. Or for me, I would just assume that there's a cat somewhere that I need to be looking at right now. <laughs> that as well. Yeah. Um. So they're they go out hunt, hunting for his cat. Um, yep. And then. And Meg finds it in. Meg finds the cat dead in Herbert's fridge. Yeah, the little mini fridge. And she's like, oh my God. And this is. Um, he, Herbert's like, Dan, I thought this was a private room. 
when he comes in and sees Megan in his refrigerator. And Dan is like, yeah. He's very good at this. Yeah. Oh, my God. And and Dan is like, yeah, 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 Meg, what the hell is going on? Uh, just crazy not to be the first thing he looks at is the fridge. Whatever. Um, and she's like, Dan, no, it's whatever. I'm sorry. Whatever. But, like, you have to look in the fridge. And then there's, like, Dan's dead-ass cat in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Herbert explains it in a way that's, like, creepy but reasonable-ish, I guess. I don't actually think. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, the cat. I found the cat dead. It got into something in the trash. I didn't want it to stay up the apartment, so I put it in the fridge. I didn't want to leave a note because I was like, what was I going to say? Like, cat dead details later? Yeah. That would be just mean. I was going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my take is that, it's like, though he does kill someone in this movie... You, without actually, like, a lot of, like, regard. So it's actually possible that I killed this cat. But he for, killed my cat. You know, he killed my cat. I just didn't want to believe it in my heart, but I think you're definitely correct. It looks rough. He killed, he it killed looks my rough. cat. Um, yeah, there, like, like, there's that cat did not die from eating something out of the trash. I mean, granted, this is entirely like the 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 puppet like put like casting a shadow over the story because it's like you can't. It's kind of hard to make a puppet that is visibly dead. That looks like that is visibly dead and looks like it died from eating garbage. Right. Um, whereas this cat just like this cat looks like it got kind of like run over and then the person like backed up their car on it uh, a couple of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, uh, I mean, it's obvious what his like plans are for this, but uh, right. Uh, the music in this scene, by the way, this entire soundtrack is phenomenal. But the music in this scene in particular really got me. I really liked uh, the the sound, the music that we're hearing as like Megan is like searching the 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 apartment look, and Megan and Dan are like searching the apartment looking for Rufus. Yes, that's correct. Though. What I will say is the it, you just reminded me the this, when the title sequence happening at the very beginning of the movie yeah. they are playing the sort of like just key shifted version of the psycho thing it's literally oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's so I was like you know I, I I actually I looked into this because that the the intro was not reminding me of the psycho theme it was reminding me of um Char's theme from Gundam sure. because of the person that I've become in my in the interim sure um but I there was something uh Richard Band said like uh I uh, yeah he he used the he used the psycho score as a base yeah it's as a base I mean you just <laughs> It's the same sort of movement. It, it goes... It's just... Yep. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. I yep. mean, it's good. Who can blame him? But, like, anyway. Uh, it just was very yeah. funny to me. Um, uh, yeah, so... The... Her, uh, Herbert... Deci- the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Herbert, Herbert manages to shut them up by saying, uh, I'll tell the dean about your engagement. Which, again, I'm coming back to this. Just insane to keep a relationship secret from your dad to the point... Uh, to, uh, keep... Listen, there are plenty of people who kept who, whose parents don't know about the relationships, but I imagine that a lot of people, for a lot of people, their parents are not in their lives. Right. Um, if you're, but Megan is living with her dad, mm-hmm. and her dad does not know about her fiance. I know. I mean, he must assume that they're dating, or in some capacity. But it's- I don't think he does. <laughs> he seems like completely in the dark. He's like completely caught off guard when he finds out, like because like Megan is like shouting at him later, and he is like furious that the that the two of them are dating. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, Ugh. yeah. It's just very funny. No, totally. Uh, but so yeah, we we uh, I. Like, we go up to, like, later that night, and Dan is, like, roaming the apartment looking to find the sound of, like, some ghastly shrieking, and he fi- he goes into the basement and finds uh, Herbert, like, fighting with this extremely funny, like, puppet of a cat mm-hmm. uh, that's just, like, cl- that's just, like, grabbed onto his back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Herbert's like, I reanimated it. I brought it back to life. I reanimated it. Um, like the movie. And, oh, yeah. And that's, like, after, like, at, like... It- 
like Dan is like helping like it's just like oh we right can't. and there's just like great I really love the lighting in the scene where it's like it, the entire thing is like lit and like this this like light is rotating because it's supposed to be like the swinging light on the mm-hmm. overhead mm-hmm. um it definitely goes on for way too long though because like the 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 light would have easily settled in like the minute long scene that it takes place during yeah I'm not trying to say the sense here it's just very funny to me that the light is just like st- like it's intended to be diegetic just like still spinning like like it's on like a fucking fan propeller absolutely absolutely um, yeah, but they, they, they're, they're like, all right, this cat's crazy. We got to beat it to death. And so they do. And then, um, and then, and then West, oh God, this scene was like West, like sitting on the ground, like sweaty as hell laughing. Mm-hmm. Just, oof. yeah, Whew. I know. I know. But yeah. So he's like, I brought this back to life and he's like, no, you didn't. It's like, well, it's dead now. Can we both agree that it's, he like picks it up, drops it down. It's dead now. Eh? He's like, okay, sure. He's like, then watch this and does it again. You know? And yep. it's like wrong it comes back wrong obviously it's these things are not right. meant to come back right um but uh it's still like this sort of in, insane thing that he's developed this gro- glowing green slime that he's developed um and this like fucking neon glow stick ass fluid like you are in, you are injecting people with like you you are just injecting people with glow with glow stick yeah yeah um meg walks in on it and is freaked out um oh, yeah yeah no good no good but uh, the next day, Dan is like goes to the dean and tries to like tell the dean about this sort of thing. He's like, okay, so I know you think he, this guy's a crackpot, but he can actually do this thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and the dean's like, I don't care. I'm. Re- if the dean does not expel him, he rescinds his loan specifically. Right. Which is like the the crueler suspension to me because it's like I'm going to rub. You're going to you're going to get suspended either way, but this one is me rubbing in your face that you don't have money. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh. like if 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 if, D, if Dan had been of money, I keep calling I I keep wanting to call him Dean Kane. <laughs> um, but if, if if Dan had been of money, he would have just been straight up suspended right. because the, prof- the the end goal was to keep him out of the university. Right, right. But the the salt in the wound of like oh, I'm taking away your loan. Yeah, you, you can't afford to go here no more. No, for sure, for sure. Um, and, and, like, West is just fully expelled, especially when, um, the Dean finds out that he was, I think, like, Dan says something stupid, like, you can ask Meg, she saw it too, and he's like, you're involving my daughter with this nonsense, da-da-da-da-da, um... And uh, so they're like, "Well, goddamn it!" And this causes Dan. Dan. Dan immediately joins West Side on this. He's just like, "All right, oh, fuck yeah. it. I'm. I'm. I'm going Dark Side. I'm going to sink into the morgue with my boy. Oh, yeah. Try and reanimate a corpse." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. And yeah. So they do that. They reanimate a corpse. It. Uh. Yeah. It just comes back as this sort of like crazy zombie, very, crazy, very powerful, like strong zombie creature with like yep. bleeding from every orifice, basically. Um, uh, I just like it's it, this guy. This guy. This guy was a stunt double for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I learned. Yeah, I, I looked at the way that he because he like because like Dean Dean Halsey, Doctor Doctor Dean Halsey, uh, like walks in uh, in the middle of it, and this is like when Meg has like her but Daddy, I love him. Yeah. Uh, moment because like he is like uh, I am so fucking mad at uh, Dan. I am going to go storm through this hospital and find him and kick his ass. Um, but the strong, but the, the, the guy, like the, so he like walks in on this experiment and, uh, the guy, the, 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 the reanimated corpse, like picks him up and throws him like a wrestler would. And yeah. I was like, is this guy in the ring? Is this guy in WWF? Was this guy in WWF? And I just looked into it. This guy's just like a stunt double for Arnold and like t- Terminator, True Lies, whole bunch of stuff. Totally, totally, and, Like totally. it makes sense. He looks like an Arnold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he stands like a bodybuilder. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so like, like it basically kills, uh, the Dean, Dr. Halsey. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and they're like, 
Fuck. Uh, okay. Uh, so they reanimate. Let's reanimate him. Yeah, they reanimate him. He comes back. It's not good, but like better than like most mm-hmm. of them. So the assumption is. And like the, this, this I start, we get the, the scene that like makes you just like uh, West's T boy swag is I have to remark upon it in my notes because like there's this isometric shot of him and Dan like hoisting the body up on the the thing up on like the the uh, the autopsy table mm-hmm. and. He is just a little guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's standing next to Dan, who is like just like a very chiseled, uh, very chiseled like a uh, typical like man's man masculinity looking guy. Yeah, he's like a svelte um, beefcake, you know, if such a thing is possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dan, Dan is nothing. Dan's nothing to sneeze at either. But just like uh, uh, Herbert and West, in comparison to him, just like looks. Except, like, Wes looks transmass standing on his own. Right. But next to Dan, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You, 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 have, a, you have a syringe and a little vial. Oh, uh, yes. And more than one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So the, the, the assumption is that, that, like, Herbert is, is yeah, just, like, or not Herbert. Um, Halsey is, like, just Dan? gone insane. Halsey, yes. Um, no. Uh, yes. Like, because, like, he's, like, reanimated and all fucked up and crazy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, yeah. So they like put him in a little like, you know, straight jacket in a little room, and Meg is just like, oh, I'm so sad about my crazy father. And Doctor Hill is like, it's okay. I will. I I want to do exploratory surgery on your crazy father. You have to sign a yep. release. And she's like, what? God, I, I had to know. I, I had to know by that. When when Megan like walk when Meg like walks in on the scene of like uh Doctor Halsey like having been reanimated, going crazy, uh, and like the security guard comes back and everything. Like, um, Dan collapses into shock, and like West puts this like like surgical blanket over him, like so tenderly, like. It look it like literally if you had like just taken a screen cap and edited their clothes off, oh, yeah. like I would have fully believed that they were about to like oh, yeah. ha- that they were about to like fuck. Oh yeah, they they had a homoerotic tension, you know, not a lot, but just enough, so just much. enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, it's 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 pretty clear that like. Hill is like kind of like suspicious of what's going on. It's he seems like he knows more than he does, and basically like we get soon thereafter revealed that like he definitely knows more than he than, than mm-hmm. he's revealing because he um uh uh goes down to like herbert's like basement lab basically and confronts him about it about the yeah. whole thing that's been happening and uh uh herbert proves it to him by like reanimating a little bit of like dead cat tissue and then when like yeah you know when like Doctor Hill's like when Doctor Hill when Doctor Hill's just like looking at it, uh, Herbert sneaks up behind and like bonks him with a shovel, then decapitates him with it. So awesome! Um, and then he's like, and then Herbert. The first thing Herbert says is like, you know, I've never done parts before, and so he like injects. He's such an idiot. Yeah. He he injects the the head and then the body. I mean, and and um. The, the 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 head comes back to life after a while, and and there's this very funny scene where he's like trying to get it to sit upright I, and he can't, and so he just like grabs like a receipt holder thing, yeah, uh, and like just like just like shunks the head onto yeah, it, yeah, yeah, um, and uh, uh, the, the like like Doctor Hill is like West. You bastard! And as like yeah. Doctor Hills, uh, Doctor West is like he's great. Like Neve said that uh, uh, that guy is playing it like he's in a real Frankenstein movie, and I was he so is the, the whole like physical acting of everyone who's doing the like stunt things or just the actors in general is just anyone so... who's anyone who plays a corpse in this movie is just going absolutely off the rails. It's, just so, like, it's so good. good. It's so good. 
Um, Hill Hill plays a Hill plays a decapitated head who can't talk super well, like phenomenally. Yeah, yeah, because he's just spluttering butt blood, and West is like writing things down. He's like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And then behind him, we see his body. It's just kind of almost comedic the way it happens. Yeah, um, we see his body come, and then just like clonk. Clonk it like it like, gra- it like grabs him by the it like uh, in the in the language of the film it grabs him by the by the head and like slams him into the desk and knocks him out. Yeah. But because you can see that like the actor in this in like the suit that's just the headless body um can't see. Right. So you can't do that stunt with someone who can't see and like cannot judge the intensity of their push. So if you watch the scene close, every round this couple times because it's so fucking funny. But like you watch like the hands touch the side of West's head and Jeffrey Combs like rears his head back and like bonks under the table himself right, like, right, like right. the hands move like a quarter of an inch tops ah, movie magic <laughs> it's delightful um but yeah so whoopsies um uh uh like th- th- his decapitated like body carries dr hills ahead yep like, the head in the bucket of blood to, like yeah to like their office re-injects him with more of the sort of magic serum um yeah uh and uh we, 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 like, Dan wakes up West, uh, like, like, 10, 15 minutes later, and is like, Wes, what the fuck, where is he, what, what happened? And he's like, I had to kill Dr. Hill. He's like, he's dead? Not anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he's Great just, line. he's just a moron who loves to cause problems. Um, yep. uh, uh, and, and then, and then it's, the Dr. Hill kidnaps Megan. We see her, yes. her... Uh, naked body being carried in, and this is the no, no. Uh, well, well, Doctor Halsey kidnaps Megan oh, yeah, because that's right. because at this point, uh, Doctor Hill has managed to telekinetically control anyone he has lobotomized. Yes. Um, and uh, we also uh, we 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 see this. Uh, we we see, we don't like actually find this until the very end of the movie. Uh, but we just see him like very ominously walk into the room where Doctor Halsey is being contained. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh huh. But we also uh, 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 we see. Dr. Hill sneaking into the the morgue past the security guard. Um, and he is like, the, he has replaced the, the headless body is just using a, 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 a bust that we saw, like a surgical bust of like, here's what the human body looks like mm-hmm. from like the, 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 the shoulders up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just like, it's like, he's got like a surgical hat and mask on. And like, you can see very clearly if you give it any look that that is a, a plastic figurine. But thankfully the security guard is too caught up reading Boudoir magazine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, he, he kidnaps Megan um, and yeah. uh, brings her back. And and this, this is the scene that sucks. It does, um, it does. It's, it's, um, it does, it does by so many degrees. But I think it, so it sucks. And it shouldn't have gone as far as it does. It's. I love the way that it sets up her. I love the way that it sets up like West coming in here. I know, I know. Like, cause I'm like, thank God. Because like. I mean, th- something bad did happen to her, but, like, in, in sort of, like, movie logic, you know, like, right before anything bad happened to her. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it just, it just, like, lingers so long for me on her, like, just screaming no stop as, like, because, like, we, we, we stop it before the ultimate offending act because, like, like the, the Dr. Hill body puts the Dr. Hill head between Meg's legs. Yeah, and, like, and it's just, it, like, slowly, like, the, you know, getting closer. Like, gonna slurp her out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, ahead of that, we have it, like, kissing her and, like, sucking her tits and stuff, and it's just, like, it's... rough. That is rough. It's... I, I would really not have as much of an issue. Like, I would not love this scene, but I would absolutely not have remotely as near an issue if, as I did if it was just, like, Meg gets brought in, strapped to the table, head goes to the crotch immediately, yeah. you don't get the... Exactly. Like, and I think that, like, and I, I again, I love the way this tees Herbert West up for, like, like he's, like, he's granted, like, he's, like, been, he's, like, chilling there, like, he's been sitting in the room the whole time, like, he's just, like, 
Dr. Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, like, the way that he's, like, his ultimate goal was not, like, anything more complicated than just, like, fucking this girl he found hot, you know? Yeah, right. Right? Like, which is, it's it's just, it's, I don't know, you know? It's, like, they're so, like, smart, and they've invented these, like, like these discover both of them have made these like really incredible discoveries and to what end to their own sort of like very human egos you know or like whatever you know meg it's like able to like escape in some capacity um yeah because because we get the shot of like we get the shot of like um dr hill body head whatever looking talking to herbert and then over his shoulder we see like dan just sneaking up in the background and rescuing meg from the table yeah yeah um, and Herbert's like, I've got a plan. And Dr. Hill is like, so do I. And, like, all the corpses in the morgue, like, reanimate at once. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like, just a hu- incredible moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, because his lobotomy gives him the power to do mind control, I guess. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. It's, you know, it's, it's whatever. It's sort of yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, let it ride. Right, right. And, and you know, the big climax is just this big showdown. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, you get to see yeah. all these, like, yeah, like, like we said, these corpses, which are just doing the best. Uh, um, at one point, um, uh, uh. We see full cock at one point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then at one point, like, um, Megan and Dan are running away, um, to, towards the elevator. And then we have just, like, this naked man, yeah, following them, um, like, this naked shambling corpse. And it's just, like, man, it's just doing so well. Um. It's great. I, because, like, like Hill, get, Hill, or, or not Hill, um, West gets got. Mm-hmm. He, uh. He, like, with his dying breath, he's throat. Well, not his dying breath, because he comes back in future movies, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he, he dies. If this was a Singleton movie, he, if this was a movie that did not have any sequels, he would have died. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets taken by Dr. Hill as, like, he, he, like, manages to stop everything. He, like, grabs two full vials. And he's like, I know how to stop it. And he's like, overdose! Yeah, yeah. He says it in a very funny way. Just, like, jams both of them into Dr. Hill's back. Yeah. Um, saves the day, but gets got by Dr. Hill's now animate intestines. Which is... It looks phenomenal. Oh, and it's so cool creative too it like wraps around his neck like a snap bracelet it's great i was just not expecting it i was like holy shit yeah it yep, was really yep, cool yep. um um and then like he like he like, like he like drops back just like a fadeaway three shoots his notes over to over to dan uh dan takes them the the satchel full of stuff right um they go down the hallway they get chased by that corpse like you were saying and like megan gets strangled uh and like dan has like run and grab a fire axe and like cut the zombies reanimated corpses head, arm off but um, by then it's too late. And like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I need to say, Dan is, Bruce Abbott in this scene is just like, he's just wearing like this, there's uh, like a white tank top yeah. and is just sweating and looks great. Uh-huh. It's a lot to take uh-huh. in. Um, but yeah, th- he takes it to the emergency room and like th- this doctor from the start of the movie is just like letting him rock on this. Yeah. He, he like, just like, is like, I like, he just carries her and does not like, you know, scrub up or anything. He's just like, I'm going to do compressions. Give me those electric, pa- give me those electric shots. Give me those like, uh, 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 paddles. Right, you know, right. Let me, let me bring it back to life too. Um, it's just such a, there's a whole bunch of the stuff. first scene in this movie. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. It's just very funny that the doctor is like, lets him in on all that without like, it's just like, yeah, yeah, I'll let the, I'll let the, you know, I'll let the, I'll let the yeah. kid rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but everyone, uh, but then she dies. Yeah, she, she was, yeah, she's just like, they just don't get a signal back and then everyone leaves and yeah. to give up, they know that he has a relationship with her and they're like, we're, we'll just give you two a minute alone. And he's like, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he takes out a vial full of green Of reanimator. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he like, and like ejects her and then it cuts to black. The, 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 what we get specifically is the um, we see it like him put the needle into her throat, freeze frame, fade out everything except for 
I, I, it looks like the green slime, but really what it more looks like is someone just, like, took a piece of black and just, like, drew, like, a green line yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, Because then all we see is that green. We don't see anything else in the shot. And then we just see it, like, slowly, like, get erased, like, it's being pushed into Megan. Yeah. Um, like, you know, like, it just, like, it's slowly, like, it just, like, looks like someone's, like, very slowly using the erase tool in Photoshop totally. to, like, slide down. Totally, totally. Um, but then we just hear Megan scream and then we get credits. Yeah. Oh, it's just, like, it's just, like, the perfect little button on the end of this movie, I think. Yep. Like, we just didn't need yep. any more than that. It's perfect. Um. Yep. So on a scale of zero to five, how many dead bones are you moving for this movie? I, I, I think I, I would move five whole dead bones for this movie. I Wow, re- five whole dead bones. I mean, like, even the sort of, like, iffier parts of it, like... It's it's a movie of its time and it's based on H.P. Lovecraft and you know right. I've seen way worse, for for all that it, for know? all that for all that it is it is a very very like for any any faults I can find with it I really do like this movie I think I'm I think I'm a little bit cooler on it but not by much it's like a four four and a half sure, dead bones sure, sure, to sure. me yeah I'll, I'll move four dead bones and a bit of cartilage for right, it right 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 and like. <laughs> Meg, Meg, my heart goes out. She was so good in this, but yeah, I love this movie. She was. I, I loved all the actors. I loved all the performances. I loved all the practical effects. It just felt like this really nice, perfectly contained little like unit of film. <laughs> yeah, shout, shout, shout out Barbara Crampton. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I I just opened up her Wikipedia page because I couldn't. I didn't remember her name. Um, and I, I do have Shinigami Eyes installed because I, I installed it like four years ago and I never uninstalled it. Mm-hmm. Are, are you, you're familiar, right? Um, no, you have to refresh me. Shinigami Eyes is just like a, a, a browser app that just like highlights accounts and like people that are like that have a notable tr- history of transphobia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of nice, especially in like fighting game scene stuff that I've really appreciated where it's like there's a lot of people in fighting games and there's a lot of very good people in fighting right. games, but there's also a lot of really shitty people in fighting games. Right. and. Kind of hard to tell at first blush. Totally, totally. Um, but it's just very funny that like I'm seeing this and it's like Roman Catholic highlighted in red. <laughs> for this is this is a transphobic institute, transphobic Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, look, plenty of us are Catholic. Uh, not myself. Well. Yeah. Once you know, you can you can be. You- I'm not Catholic, but I was more. My, my mom is the most Catholic non-Catholic you'll ever meet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we did Lent every year. Uh, my mom was raised Protestant, but we did Lent Crazy. regularly. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wait, hold we on. Have some questions. I think Protestants do Lent. Anyway, oh. it doesn't matter. Let's do questions. Yes. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we got questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, Universally Beloved at Love's Small Song asks, Everyone knows that Herbert West has T-Boy swag, but that would imply that he had to chose to name himself a grandpa name when he could have gone with something cooler instead. What should he have named himself instead? I mean, okay, let's be honest here. Trans men are out there naming themselves grandpa names, like right. That's the thing. Yeah, they're they're either like naming themselves like a a twenty five year old white mom in the suburbs would name their mm-hmm. child, or they're naming themselves like a twenty five year old mom from like uh, fifty years ago is naming you know one yeah. of you yeah. know far anyway. You get it. Like yeah, no, I think Herbert West is a very believable trans dude name to me. Sure, but if you had to give it, if you had, let, let's play in the space. Let's play in the space real quick. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. Like. Uh. It probably after some other sort of famous doctor. I guess. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Or he uh, could just be an Aiden. Uh, we could just make him an Aiden. That would be fine too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Aiden. I'm going to go with Aiden as well. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a solid choice. I think it's a solid choice. 
<sighs> All right. Uh, uh, also, what's your favorite Talking Head song? Uh, I am a big fan of Houses in Motion. Mm. Uh, I love the way that his voice sounds like uh, you wobbling laminated paper mm-hmm. on that one. Mm-hmm. My favorite ever is Making Flippy Floppy. I think it's just a total, like, absolute bop. It's like, I love their, their funner, dancier, poppier songs. Just so good. Uh-huh. Um, it's like an album track off of... Um, um, an album I'm not remembering the name of, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, only, the only album of theirs I know by name is Remain in Light, I think. It is not Remain in Light. It is not Remain in Light. Yeah. But it's the one that Burning Down the House is on. Anyway. Uh, yep. Uh, at K Darling, uh, if, an evil, if an evil vizier was nice, Three-Face uh, asks, In high school I had a crush on an alt boy and burned him a DVD of a torrent of this movie. Why didn't he go out with me after that? Um... He didn't know what he was Poor missing. Taste. Like, he just didn't have good enough taste, and you dodged a bullet there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, a complete fumble. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, I've got no explainer for that besides uh, just bad taste. Yeah. Not, a, not, not, very, not very smart. No, no, no. Shame. Uh, I have a question from Neem, apparently. Yeah, okay. Hold uh, on, get close to the mic, because they can't hear if you're shouting from there. Hello. Hello. I'll turn the video off again, because uh, you have a bra on, at least. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, which horror movie would be most improved by the uh, the addition of a tie-in Eurobeat song? <laughs> oh yes, because because yeah, because required listening for this was uh, uh, "Move Your Dead Bones," the the hit song by Doctor Reanimator. <laughs> um, which I'm going to ask, but I'm going to ask you to put uh, just like not the whole song, maybe like have that be our outro music to this oh, week. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I'll slip it in what, there. So what horror, what was the question? What horror movie franchise would be most improved by the addition of a Eurobeat song? Yeah. Um, I, Child's, be a franchise also. Child's Play is the first thing that came to mind. Uh, Child's Play uh, I don't know why, but yeah. that's the first thing that came to mind. Um, if, it, if it gave me a singleton, um, I mean, the original Flatliners would have a banger Eurobeat track attached to it, I think. I mean, Hellraiser yeah, is the most Eurobeat franchise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. any of those, I think. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. better question is, like, which one wouldn't be, you know? Right, I'm trying to think, like, um, I don't think Friday the 13th would have a very good Eurobeat song. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> like, like the, honestly, the big franchise, the big franchises, like, I don't think I could, I, like, Child's Play is, like, the one exception. Like, I could not see, like, Saw or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, well, maybe Nightmare, but, like, not Halloween. Uh, I could not see, like, a, I could not see, like, a, I could not see a, a Michael Myers uh, uh, house beat. Would it be good in, in the Saw franchise? No. But would it be funny and the best thing ever? Yes. I want. I do want to see <laughs> Billy the Puppet's stupid little Euro dance. Yes, yes, yes. Oh man! All right. I believe that's it for questions. Let me let me double check the server because I did miss questions in the Discord server last oh, time. Word, word, word. Uh, but I don't think my answer would have been hereditary. Ah, uh, I don't know if you caught that, but Neve said her answer would have been hereditary. Ooh, oh, <laughs> perfect. Yes. Uh, yeah. No questions in the Discord. So we're gonna do recommendations. Oh yeah, let's do it. It's it's been two years. Uh, surely you have one or two things. I can go first if you need to drum up something. Though. No, I got something. Um, I, All right, hit me. Uh, uh, for Valentine's Day, we, uh, my girlfriend and I went to a theater to see David Lynch's Wild at Heart. It is mm. so good, dude. It is it, Laura Dern, a young, handsome Nick Cage. It's like creepy. It's like fun. It's like sexy. It's they have such good chemistry together. They're like. It's just such a blast. It's just this violent, yeah. fun, like love move, like love story. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. and it's it's just so fun to watch David Lynch do like an action romance. Uh, yeah, uh, I really love it. So go on if if 
like read up on the warnings of it because there definitely are some but once you've yeah. cleared yourself of those um go ahead and give it a watch it's it's really worth it yeah um I'm going to recommend an album because I, I, I'm sure I have some movies in the chamber, but I have to go looking for them. And there's an album fresh on my mind, which I've been listening to a lot lately. Um, I uh, I have described the way that I listen to music as Coco Melon-esque sure. at times because I am so bad at parsing lyrics that it is entirely just like pretty sounds and vibes. Absolutely. Which makes me, uh, I think this makes you the prime demographic for shoegaze. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Because fuck if you're going to understand anything that's going on in those words. I mean, and, and it helps that like, the, 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 the album I'm going to recommend is uh, Paranuels to See the Other Part of a Dream. Of the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also not going to be understanding that because it's in Korean, right. the, the, all the singing. Um, but, like, I think that, like, my, my, my Coco Melon-esque listening styles definitely helps with shoegaze because it's, like, it's all vibes and you get the lyrics, like, when you go look them up yourself. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. No, that's great. It's just been like it's 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 become a very like springy summer album for me. I've just been listening to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good. I love scratchy guitars and shit. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, I love having seasonal vibes with music. So totally. yes. Oh man. Uh, but this this was such a little blast. Um, we love doing yes. this for you guys. Um. Uh, uh. So Sarah, do you have anything you would like to plug at the end of this episode? Uh, I actually don't. I have no podcast. I don't feel like I should plug my Twitter because I don't use it right. ever. You can follow me if you want, Sunhat Genya, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm more on t- I'm more on Tumblr, honestly. If you want to follow me on Tumblr, chiesatanakas.tumblr.com. Word, 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 yeah. Um, you're, for myself, you're welcome to follow me just about anywhere. I have no other projects other than this going on right now. Um, and I am Blair Kitch anywhere i can get that username so yep yep <laughs> maybe maybe once maybe once i start using co-host you can check me out there i believe i believe i have tigers that i believe i have just the handle tigers on for there sure. which i'm very happy with for sure for sure um oh yeah thank you to uh check us out uh, check out our twitter at fearbaiting on twitter uh-huh. i did forget that um thank you to matt gamecube for uh the create for the creation uh and continuation of noisebase.xyz mm-hmm. the uh podcasting network that we are so happy to be a part yes. of uh, and thank you to Seda for the intro uh, and outro music. Yes, thank you to Seda for the intro and outro music. We love it. We love you. You can find more of their work um, at people you meet outside of bars.bandcamp.com. Um, yeah. And thank you to me for editing this episode. Thank you, Blair, for <laughs> editing the episode and the cover art. Cover art's good. Yes, 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 yes. Um, oh, we need an updated one because it still does say fear baiting with Sarah. Yes, yes. Um, it shouldn't be too hard to update that one with just to add Anne Blair in there, right? I think I think that one's recent enough that you should still have the Raws. Oh, I do, I do, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so perhaps you'll see my name on, on this week's cover, if I remember to For do snaps. it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yes, until um, next week, you guys, I have been yeah. Blair. I You almost said Sarah, I felt that, but I, I continue to be Sarah. Yes, yes. Uh, and remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Woo, woo. Good night, everyone. Bye. Come on. Reanimate your feet. 